It's the Muppets Minute Show. We're your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! We're here today to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the great Muppet caper, Minute 10. Minute 10 begins with Fozzie turning on an inexplicable light and ends with Gonzo finally achieving his dream of plummeting to his death. Mm-hmm. Not, not really, but he does, he does have quite a plummet. Quite a plummet, yep. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to say right off the top, it's pretty clear that, that uh, even though we only see these birds, that there are a lot of animals in here because I can hear them. You can hear like a, like a sheep bawling or something. Oh, I, I love I, the sound design. Yeah, like I hear lots of birds. I definitely see a bunny back there behind Fozzie. And I hear a, I hear a sheep or a goat. I, I'm not going to say it's a cow. It's got to be like a sheep or a goat. But uh, but yeah, I think it would have actually been funny if, if they added even more sounds in there, just like random. Like I hear a cat. I feel like I hear a cat meowing. Well, you could see a bunny. Uh, do you see the? Yeah, yeah. I just I just said the bunny. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's I'm sorry. okay. Um, I'm but other than that, other here, than yeah. the, it's okay. Other than the birds and the bunny, I mean, I don't see anything else. But we know there's a bunch of animals in here. So, um, did you really hear a cow? No, I'm just making a joke. I hear a sheep oh, though, or a or a I'm goat. Sorry. Yeah. Are you not paying attention? It's, it's okay. been a long week, Annie. It has been a long week. Are you, it's okay. I normally start, you know, kind of droning out by Friday, early by Thursday. Friday. I mean, Friday is Friday. It's fun day. You want to go have fun usually, on Friday. Usually by Wednesday, maybe. Can't really hear yeah. you anymore. It's okay. It happens. It happens. Um, uh, so did you talk about how we're in a plane and there's other animals there yet? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, I good. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my god you're funny so whatever ninth, ninth class um yeah i'm wondering because clearly they they spent money on some sort of ticket which must be a shipping fee which i you know i know this is 1981 right 80 81 mm-hmm. but that's a pretty reasonable shipping fee it is so 12 dollars. so i will i've looked them up Oh. And uh, and so these are these are actual passenger tickets. But in in the uh, late seventies, you would pay an average of uh, two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars to fly one way from New York to London. Mm-hmm. And wow. yeah, yeah. But uh, that is uh, roughly doubled today about the average cost, depending on when you fly. You know what season or stuff. You're looking between six and seven hundred. Okay, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And that's still one way, so it would be even mm-hmm. more if you were to buy a round trip. Yeah. Which they obviously didn't do. No, didn't I don't think they did. They don't think that far ahead. No, they don't. They don't. They're just going but, to London, and then they're going to think about it later. Right, right. I mean, if it's only $12, I know they, they don't have very much money. I get that. But yeah. they do have jobs, or they did have jobs, so they must have some money. Um, but we know as soon as they arrive, you know, we'll find out later that they don't have any money. So I don't understand exactly <laughs> what their money... Um, uh, situation is, but we do know that the Fozzie is not happy about the fact that he doesn't get a meal with $12, well, which sometimes I pay $400 for a plane ticket and don't get a meal. So, I mean, <laughs> come on, Fozzie. Well, think about how long the flight is. Right. You, how would you not get a meal? That's a long flight. Yeah. And uh, it's a good thing they were in uh, boxes that they probably couldn't get out of because uh, those other animals might have been in danger if Fozzie got That's really true. hungry. Oh, that's true. I mean, he is a bear, but he's not like that kind of bear. He doesn't even have any teeth. <laughs> so I don't know what how he's going to eat these hamburgers that he's dreaming about. But That's true. 
Um, this is the first time though that we get the um, we get to see Gonzo's crate that says whatever, oh, which whatever. I think is probably when I think of this movie, that's the image that comes to my mind is the three of them falling into the lake with the whatever. The bear frog, whatever. Like I don't know. That's what sticks out in my mind about this movie. So, yeah. excellent, uh, excellent little simple joke. Um, and he doesn't have the live animal little sticker on his. I don't see it anywhere. It might be wait, on another side. He doesn't. I think it is there. He's got something there. Well, he's got the. Air oh yeah, cargo yeah, the green one. one. The green one. Yeah, because they don't know what he is. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even know if he's an animal. See, Who knows? Dog, oh. rooster, fish, or turtle, I think, are the four animals on the uh, live animal uh, sticker. Right, right. Where are the, what are these um, these lights about? I mean, I guess it's nice that they have like little lights inside their crates, but is that like a thing? Or is that just so that we can see them? Um, probably not a thing, but uh, it's cool that they have them. And, yeah. you know, maybe, m- maybe the normal ticket was like eight bucks and they upgraded to 12 for the lights. I, I don't think that these are the kind of guys that um, that splurge. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know about that theory, but uh, it is interesting that there are lights in these crates, I have to say. And I, I'm going to just say that it's for the purposes of seeing them yeah, since I, it's so dark. I like how but. you could see Gonzo's light on the top of his box, but he doesn't need it on because he's got the warm glow of his television. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that he's just like, hey, guys, his reaction to him, I'm trying to watch the movie, and he's kind of like, ah, like... It would have been, just, yeah. It's such a huff. It's like a, like. I, I think it would have been funny if he was munching on food, like maybe a hamburger or something too. Yeah, if he had, or he had something that he was eating, that would Popcorn, have been really funny. Yeah. You keep, you keep adding, you keep plussing the movie, Nick. I do, I do. I should have been, I should have been there. And it's just such an easy thing to have done too. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Gonzo, whatever. Can we, let's let's talk about that a little bit because it's a it's a pretty big thing. Yeah. Uh, this this was where he kind of got categorized as whatever, and that kind of stuck from this movie forward. Is it really? It wasn't in the show. No, no. This was oh. this was it. Interesting. Uh, this was where it came from, and uh, yeah, people like even I kind of thought well, it had to be from the Muppet Show, but no. Uh, up until up until now, he uh, was uh, like categorizes different things like thing and stuff like that, and right. people didn't know really what to make out of of him. This is the first time he was literally categorized as whatever, and uh, it was used uh, a lot more later once his uh, kind of species came into question. Uh, so it's. Uh, it's in a um, comic strip, in a Muppet comic strip that Jim Henson uh, drew that shows Gonzo walking past bathrooms, and one says men, one says women, and one says whatevers. I remember that, because I remember that one going around a lot last year with the whole, uh, oh, the whole yeah. uh, multiple unisex bathroom yep. debate. I remember okay. seeing that one going around a lot, so I know what you're talking about. And then uh, he, he was called them whatever in another movie, The Muppets Take Manhattan, and also Treasure Island. Both of those called them a whatever. Um, and uh, when we get to some other movies, we'll see some other things. But obviously, Muppets from Space brought it a whole different direction. Right. And yeah. I think a lot of people had an issue with that. Yeah. Because oh. they wanted him to stay a mm-hmm. whatever. Well, you know? he did. I mean, there there is a lot more to it. And I think maybe we'll save that from Muppets from Space down the road. Because I think it'll be interesting to get into it. But, I mean, the basic idea is he did he did get changed into a, into an alien, what they called him in Muppets from Space. But then they, they, they used that for a little while. And even in marketing and toys and stuff, they used alien. And mm. then they went back to whatever 
and uh, went down that road. And even um, uh, Dave Goals even said, I guess he's quoted in an interview saying that uh, that that was just a movie. That was his character. That's all. That's not mm. the true backstory of kind of like what we're talking about. They always create their own canon in every movie. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of went away, and now he. I, I think he's. I think most people look at them as whatever. I think yeah, that's the more I, popular thing. I think that's what's funny is is like it doesn't even matter that that movie came out. People are still going to just call him a whatever. Yeah. You know, people like to live in their own little happy worlds. <laughs> mm. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. He still is a whatever. We don't really know. We'll never know for sure. <laughs> well, we have um, a cargo guy come in. And we could not find out who this guy is. No, it's really weird that a speaking role in a film is uncredited. Like even in internet movie database, uh, yeah, with, I could find I could find the names of so many weird background characters and things like that. Uh, but guy with a speaking role doesn't have a credit, and and it's, he's not in the end credits. And it's really weird. Like I would think that's like literally against. Uh, maybe union his, rules. Maybe his uh, his SAG membership was revoked at some point, and so he got removed from. What? Does that happen, or is that a joke? I don't no, know. I'm just making I, a joke. I, okay, but I, I don't. I would. I would be curious if anybody knew who this guy was. Let us know because we can't figure it out. I mean, it's possible in the '80s things were different. I don't know when certain rules came into place, but I mean, I, I just as a general understanding, I thought literally if you had the speaking role, you actually contractually had to be on the right credits. no i think you're i think you're right which is what makes it all the more strange what makes it even stranger is that the guy looks kind of familiar i, I know, know i know saying that because i am wanting him to be familiar but i he does seem familiar to me i don't know i even thought he might have been like puppeteer or some kind of stagehand and stuff you know like a little cameo yeah. type thing i mean this is the perfect spot for a cameo too like right right weird. It, it, it's so strange it's so strange like i can um, see martin short coming back and throwing them up it's off a plane yeah. You know? yeah i mean i mean you get to be that guy like he gets to say that hey i, I was the one who threw them off the plane in the great rumpa keeper and you know exactly who you're talking about yeah. you know what i mean i'll be it's honest the, the, as much as i do love the muppet caper i think one of the reasons why it's not as high in my list is it is the lack of especially american known cameos. recognizable cameos yeah because yeah. most of the cameo i mean they have pretty much every british actor that you could possibly want in this right. movie but like a lot of them are not maybe as recognizable for us people over here in america unless we are into british films which i do like british films yeah. but um but yeah, I know what you're saying. It's got that. It's got a completely different feel for that reason, which is maybe what they were going for. But um, I guess so. You know. But that 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 was always one of my major disconnects with this film. Yeah, you love the cameos. Uh, you do. I remember that from last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now is this? I know this is a movie, and I know this is a crazy movie. But is this something that is physically possible for him to throw this door open while this plane is up in the air? And, and throw them out like this. I mean, I know people do this skydiving, but I, I don't know, like, the actual mechanics of how high you have to be, like, how many feet, how close you have to be to the ground for this to be possible. Do you know any of that? Well, I'm going to say, yes, this is possible, because my my assumption would be that the pilot knows they're throwing these crates out the door, so he's coming down to an altitude where you can't open the door. And right. that would be, like, a skydiving level. Okay. 
Okay, so still, I mean, but it, within the um, within the universe of the movie, it's it's a real thing. I'm wondering if it's like a real real thing. No, no. Uh, so thir- thirteen thousand feet is the general uh, skydiving. Uh, okay. Um, so that's probably height. where they're at. Yeah, which is weird for a big passenger plane to come down that far and throw stuff out it but yeah i mean no i I mean i don't know what uh, what you're asking is real i mean yeah physically if they came down to a certain height yes they could they could be thrown out the door like this physically and logically yes you can throw open the door on a plane and throw stuff out i mean the idea of things everything getting sucked out is kind of a a movie thing but i mean it does happen i mean we saw it I mean, there was a news story not even that long ago where, you know, a window broke on a plane and things got sucked out. But yes, if you're at a certain height, it's going to create that vacuum. Right. But they're, they're, you're saying that, yeah, they're obviously low enough that it's going to be feasible here. The, um, I think you'd probably see more wind than we see. I think the, the, the guy would be feeling a little bit more of a fluttering effect in his Yeah, clothing. he just seems so nonchalant about it. That's yeah. what makes me... I mean, I guess that's part of the joke, too. It's funny. It's all just so so um, blasé. Like, yeah. here you go. Have a fun time. also wonder, I mean, this could add to their... Um, the, their severely discounted tickets, the fact that they didn't actually just hop a flight to England. <laughs> you know, they really hopped the flight to Italy, but they are getting um, removed mid-flight. That's uh, so, true. That's that's my fault for looking up plane flights to the UK. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let's assume that they will be comparable. But, uh, you know, in any event, I love the noise that Fozzie makes when he's throwing him out. It's, uh, it's like, whoa, ho it's like wait 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 what's happening and then immediately of course he calls for kermit because yeah kermit can somehow figure out how to get me out of this jam right Uh, right yes hopefully um oh my god but i just i love it his frank oz's delivery of that is amazing so far that's been my favorite thing out of fozzy's mouth just gotta put it out there but in contrast don't you think this is like gonzo's like wildest fantasy Oh, of course, because I think he he kind of sees what's going on, and it's really funny. This entire scene, you can see his little nose popping out of the out of the um, the box, and he's just kind of watching. And you see that he he can see what's going on, but yet when the guy picks him up, he's still like, "What's happening?" And I, it's funny too because it's like, what is he thinking? Like, what's going on in his little brain that he doesn't know what's happening? And then as soon as he realizes what's happening, he's he's thrilled. Whoopee! <laughs> oh, that's cute. You can see his nose. I didn't even notice that. That's cute. Yeah, his his little nose, and he's looking like the whole time. Like, he's yeah. popped his head out. Even, like, right from the moment the guy comes out, you can see the nose pop out. Yeah. Um, And he's watching everything happen. And, then, yeah, he gets thrown out, and he's just thrilled to death. And, I mean, we're sp- we are spared uh, the indignity of seeing Kermit get thrown out, <laughs> which makes sense. You know, of the three of them, he's probably the one that might have the least hilarious re- reaction yeah but um but uh but yeah i i think that's that's probably a good decision what do you think logistically from a puppetry uh point of view is happening with fozzy here because again <sighs> it's pretty remarkable because in my head i'm thinking the puppeteer is on a, in a hole under the box and puppeteering fozzy up through the box you know maybe i'm and wondering that- when he leans him up against the wall i wonder if he's sticking some sort of because he kind of falls be sticking some sort of apparatus up into him and then attack well no his head's still moving but you know what there could still be a hole in the bottom of the box and the puppeteer could just let him go yeah could just let him go because once he turns we don't see the window anymore 
Right. We don't see the window yeah. and we don't see the bottom of the box. So there very well could be a hole on the bottom of the right. box. Right. And okay. I'm, gu- I'm guessing that's what's going on. And we don't see the floor. So I think that's probably what's happening. And with Gonzo, you just see the nose, which that could literally just be like a little stick with a right. nose on it, you know? Yeah. So, and then, and then Kermit never gets picked up. No. So it seems like it's all feasible. Oh, but again, okay. Yeah. No, you know, when I, when I first watched it, I didn't think of the fact that there could actually be a hole in the bottom of the box. Like I thought there was, but we never see the bottom of the box. So the, the puppeteer, you know, you know, Frank Oz could just up, pull his hand out. He, Right. Yeah, he pulls his hand out, yeah. and then he can lift up the box, and like the pop, the puppet would just be in the box. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I guarantee you that's what's going on. Um, but yeah, we uh, right, but right as this minute ends, we uh, we see where they're going to land. Luckily, right over a tiny, teeny tiny pond. Duck pond. Uh, either this guy has fantastic aim, or I mean, like seriously, they, they didn't have parachutes. They didn't have anything. What did he think was going to happen when he chucked these animals out of a plane? He doesn't you know? care. That's this is what they paid for. I know, but it, I get it. But I was just like, what if they had fallen into the ground? They'd be dead. Yeah. And and Gonzo would be thrilled. Where's that hot air balloon? I know, I know. Anyway, it makes me laugh because I'm like, they don't even get parachutes or anything. They just plummet. Oh, you know, but, you, you know, know what's great about this this one scene. I know we're going to talk all about it next week, but I just have to say that that stopping here just makes you look at it and and like think of how beautifully they set up a joke that is already going through your head because you have this this you know English fan sitting on the in a, on a bench reading a newspaper and you have this lake. I mean, just one snapshot just sets up everything for you. Knowing the Muppets just got thrown out of a plane, you know right. they're going to plop down in the lake, and you know the guy on the bench is going to have some kind of funny, humorous reaction to it. And it's just yeah, great how this one little snapshot sets up, uh, uh, you know, what we can anticipate is going to be a fun Muppet joke. But it, yeah, but it doesn't set it doesn't step on anything. Like at the same time, like when when they get thrown out. I'm instantly worried because mm-hmm. I'm like, how are they not going to be dead? And then the second we cut to this lake, you're like, oh, that's how. Mm-hmm. So you stop worrying and you just start enjoying. You know why <laughs> I wasn't worried? Because in Hey, a movie, Kermit already told us the movie is going to end happily. That's true. You're right. You were listening. You were actually paying attention. <laughs> so well done. Well done, you. Well, we can talk more about this uh, English countryside next week. What do you think, Nick? Please. Uh, in the meantime, check us out, MuppetsMinute.com. And Twitter is at MuppetsMinute. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.